So, Jess, can you believe it? We had decided to do a Relying K song by song podcast, and with our first batch of episodes, we wanted to discuss the first tracks off all the studio albums. And we're almost done with that section of the podcast now. All we have left is to talk about the first song off air for free. Bummin. Local construction. Local construction. No, Bummin. Not local construction. We're going to be talking about Bummin today. Uh, local construction is the first song off the vinyl. What? No. No, Bummin is the first song off air for free. But local construction is the first song off the vinyl. N- why would it be that Bummin's the first song? Why would it be that... That doesn't make any sense. What are you, some sort of hipster? Oh, I like the first song off the vinyl. Nobody know, Nobody listens to vinyl. People listen to their blank CDs filled with MP3s. Get with the times, Jessica. Here we are talking about the first song off air for free, Bummin. Bummin. Oh, nice. (laughs) That time we were in sync. Yes. Yes, we agree. But it's crazy because we really did, you know, we originally said we're going to do all the first tracks for the first portion of our podcast. Mm -hmm. And then it was Jessica who, as we got closer to this episode, was like, well, you know, Local Construction is the first song on the vinyl. And I was like, what? (laughs) Because I didn't know that. And then I was like, does this totally mess our entire first few episodes (laughs) like should we have been doing local construction yeah they decided to sequence the vinyl differently matt hoop said we spent quite a long time sequencing this album and while i'm very happy with the digital sequence i wanted the vinyl to be a bit of a different experience listening to a recording on vinyl is a special thing by its very nature there is a certain reverence that comes with it the songs are grouped in specific themes so that each of the four sides can stand alone and also flow on their own I know sometimes I forget to flip the record or I don't have time to listen to an entire album in one sitting. I wanted each side to feel like part of the journey that is air for free, but also to be an experience in and of itself. Well, you can tell I like the digital version because I was starting my computer <laughs> while you were doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that that's that's really interesting. And I had no idea. Is there more to, is there more that he said? No, I was just going to say that that it really is a different experience. Because when I read that, we don't have the vinyl yet. And I really want it. But I actually went and I made a uh, an Apple playlist uh-huh. where I put it in the sequence of the vinyl. And it's really fun that way. It's, it is a completely different experience. Um, I don't know. There's something about it that that first grouping of songs makes me feel like I'm like a cartoon character like walking down the road coming out of my house getting ready for the day and then walking down the street and waving hi to all my friends like it's the busy world of Richard Scarry or roly-poly-oly or something I don't know I I didn't listen you told me you did you put that playlist together and I haven't listened to the whole album in this vinyl order when obviously we don't own the vinyl we should I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna buy it right when we're done my computer is all started up now um but yeah i did listen to when you told me that you're a consummate professional i am my computer internet stopped working right when you started reading that so i'm like oh i better restart it and i didn't (laughs) mute it first it's muted now even though it's all started up but yeah i I didn't listen to the full playlist 
of the vinyl order of the album, but I did listen to Local Construction and then Bummin to see how I felt about that because I'm not a huge because I don't really like Local Construction all too much, <sighs> but I really do like Bummin, so it's kind of odd for the album to start with Local Construction for me. So, but then I did get this sense, especially after as we talk about the song this week, when I had a better understanding of what I think Bummin is about. Then going back and listening to Local Construction first, it did put a story in my brain that mm. maybe Matt Hoops was referring to. Yeah, it's um, they're and it's funny because they're just flipped because Local Construction is the second song, right? But after that, it gets it gets a little different. So the track listing for the vinyl is side A, Local Construction, Bummin, Marigold, Runnin. Side B, Mrs. Hippopotamus's Cat, Elephant Parade, Man. Side C, Air for Free, God. Prodigal, Empty House, Side D, Mountaintop, Sleepin' Flower, Heartache. It's not that different, mm-hmm. um, especially the further you go into it. But it is it is just like a, it's just fun. I don't know. Well, I don't know either. So if you don't know, then what do I know? Nothing. <laughs> but Air for Free, I love, love, love this album. Yeah. I didn't actually listen to this album a lot when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But and in... We- and we, we talked about we've been to see that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But we've been to see the we went to see the Looking for America tour. Yep. And we barely kind of knew those songs when they did that tour. And now I wish we could ha- have that tour again. Yes. Because now we know those songs so much better. I know. I know. I feel like I really didn't appreciate it. Like I was like, oh, they played Mrs. Hippopotamuses, and I was like bouncing along. I was like, oh, I like this one. And I feel like we heard them do that one another time earlier, um, or at an earlier show. But yeah, I have a playlist called Smile, and it's just songs that help turn around my day. And Mountaintop and Sleepin' are the first two songs in that playlist. <laughs> it's called Smile. Yeah. Just just a little something to turn my day around. Well, that's adorable. And look at us. How far are we into this episode? Like five minutes already? And all we've talked about is Reliant K. I feel really good about this podcast today. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to mention something that's not Reliant K, so I love you, but I also hate you because I had that Ch- Kenny Chesney song stuck in my head <laughs> all week, week, and it finally left my head this Don't morning. Blame. It slipped right out of the back of my mind, and then you played it right before we started recording. Well, right I was before, like, no! Right before we started recording, I was like... We, we have some extra engineers tonight. Yeah, we have tonight. some extra guests tonight. We are, by the way... We're recording from what I guess is Sadie Hawkins Pod South, and we have a lot of extra engineers tonight, not just April, <laughs> but we have Pippin and Louie, and they're they're not as professional as April. No. They like to whine, they like to bark, they like to scratch at doors. So if you hear some extra noises, yeah, that's what it is. That's just the staff trying to help out. Them, like, rooting around through, through the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Distracting us. Hey! <laughs> What are you doing? You're not professional. Not you, April. You're fine. <laughs> anyway. Louis sleeping behind me. Pippin's a little restless. Um, yeah, the Kenny Chesney song. <laughs> I was just clearing out the... Yeah, I didn't even play the actual song. I played that kid who oh, yeah. hummed along yes, to it, basically. Yeah. I was like, oh, what's this file? I got to clear out all my editing files from last week. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was a great song. Well, you know, there's another country song this week. And I, I don't think we're going to end up playing it because uh, you didn't really like it too much. But, no, I'm sorry. I could not get through it. Well, while doing my uh, doing research for Bummin', which is the song we're talking about this week, I found another country song 
called Bummin' Cigarettes, which it's spelt the same way. There's a ton of songs called Bummin', by the way. There are so many songs called Bummin', but yeah. they're all by bands less known than Reliant K. But technically, the artist more known than Reliant K, apparently, is Marin Morris, because she's, like, number 192 on Spotify right now. Oh, wow. She's, like, she's she's like a, no, a really well-known artist now. <laughs> and um, she's got a song called Bummin' Cigarettes. Now I listen to it, and I'm like... Oh, this is much better than that Kenny Chesney song. Like, this is actually a sincere... I thought it was a sincere good song, whereas the Kenny Chesney song, like, a lot of pop country always seems, like, manufactured and very fake and very pandering and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney felt like to me. Then I listened to this Bummin' Cigarettes song by Marin Morris, and I sent it to Jessica a couple of days ago, and I'm like, we might talk about this song. Give it a listen ahead of time. And then she listens to it, and she's like, it's okay. Like, I, right I was out. like tapped out like halfway through. I was but like... she's always bumming cigarettes from the wrong guys. But it's it's bumming cigarettes. It's not even just the song bumming. I guess it's not close enough. But I thought after Dean we... Martin had a song called "Bumming Around." He's not as big as Reliant K. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Oh well, what about Jeff Barrett's song "Bumming"? I don't know who that is either. Jeff Barrett. Jeff Baird. I, you know, after we talked about Collapsible Lung last week, I didn't think you'd want to listen to more overproduced music. <laughs> I don't understand you sometimes. You're such a contradiction, Jessica. Where did, how did you find that? You just Googled bumming yourself? <laughs> just put bumming in Apple Music. I mean, we're kind of out of order from our normal way of things. We really are. But like... I did find so many songs called Bummin' on SoundCloud and Bandcamp by other bands. Like, none of them, only one or two of them were actual Reliant K covers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) But we're so out of order because we've got to talk about... What do we do? What do we do on this show? We talk about the album first, It is hot again today. (laughs) It's still, like, 80 degrees. It only took you, like, like 10 minutes to mention it this time. I know. But it's still hot. And we thought, like, if we recorded in... What is a fan? Just to, to in to a go big the empty scene. house. We're in a big empty house. We're house sitting basically and dog sitting for family members, and we're like, "Oh, we'll record the podcast from their house because it's going to be a lot cooler because they don't live in like <laughs> the sweltering part of the valley that we live in." Like, nope, it's still just as hot here, and I am roasting in the sun, and I'm barely awake. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm so exhausted. So jumping back into it, yes, uh, I know. Let's go, bumming. I know that you mentioned la- it last week, uh-huh. uh, and I read it online in a few places. People saying that with collapsible lung, it felt like Matt Thiessen was finally in a good place again mm-hmm. and happy. But air for free is where I really feel that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only is there just a spirit of happiness to this album, but lyrically there was so much growing up since the last few albums. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of peace and acceptance in the lyrics overall off this album I feel there's this song and maybe like one or two other exceptions uh, you know to that rule but it just feels like 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 the band is finally in a good place emotionally spiritually it it feels like they've finally grown up I mean if you look at man it's a very self-reflective song 
about finally growing up, which is a tone that I really feel throughout this entire album. And the song Bummin' feels like the bridge between their former life and their new one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely got some of those classic Reliant K vibes uh, from this song. And it's a song about messing up or messing around and then moving on. Right. Which we've noticed is definitely a theme of not only Reliant K songs, but first al- first song off right. the album Reliant K songs. Right. So it's funny that you kind of feel that way about it for free because I was look I actually found more talk online about Collapsible Lung and it was stuff I kinda of wish we could have talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Based- Did you find it in that people went back and sort of edit like like edited their viewpoint on collapsible lung in their review for air for free album yeah because i did oh really i found a lot of people um like going back and basically being like yeah so collapsible lung not so great (laughs) real pleased with this one though i found this other review and i wish i had saved it or or it was discussion i think online where someone was like, everyone stop hating on Collapsible Lung. You don't get it. Here's the deal. It's supposed to be vapid, airy, light pop music with not much substance to it. Because that's the that's the story of the album, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was trying to say, like, it's so double deep that the music, <laughs> the music is supposed to be... Okay. Like extra poppy and not Reliant K because that's the story. Because, you know, like, for, forget not slow down is essentially a story album because it's mm-hmm. it's about his feelings and his times at the time he wrote the album and right. about that re- it's it's partially about that retreat and about his breakup of his engagement and someone's just trying to put this and air for free obviously has a theme and a story to it because you can confirm that from Matt Hoops's thing where he says each side of the vinyl is a story well someone was trying to put that same thing on collapsible mm-hmm. lung and say collapsible lung is a story album and the music sounds the way it sounds because that's what it's about. It's about like temper. This just sounds a- like some sort of an apologist. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, I'm I'm a Reliant K apologist. <laughs> You're the judgy one of Reliant K. <laughs> but it's just so it was funny that I heard that I heard someone say that about collapsible lung because because it's I, I do I'm starting to see this idea about how some people see I don't fully agree with it but some people see this trilogy as being forget not slow down collapsible long air for free and what three completely different albums they are three to claim that for them but i'm starting to see a because if you recall last week my feeling on collapsible long is that to shorten that explanation was that forget not slow down was such a such a heavy writing experience for matt teeson Mm -hmm. for him to have written it in this retreat and complete solo thing like cut off from all his family and friends on purpose and out in the middle of the woods in a cabin, basically that he wanted to, that maybe, and this is my theory that he wanted to come back and write a new album in a more fun, open community way, bring people he liked really, you know, not just work on it alone, especially because he was in a better place at the time that produced what an album that didn't really speak of that party atmosphere to some people. But I think that it kind of does in its own way. So I sort of agreed with this guy, but I didn't exactly. But now you have this album that we're talking about this week, Air for Free. And this really is like the sequel to Forget Not Slow Down because it is like an actual Reliant K album again. It's just the guys of Reliant K, Matt Mm -hmm. Thiessen and the rest of the guys writing the album, recording it all together. And 
making what feels like a real Reliant K album and it sort of picks up, but it doesn't, and it picks up the threads of Forget Not Slow Down and says, here's the hopeful other side of the tunnel. But somewhere in there is Collapsible Lung. It's almost like this alternate like quest that happens in the middle of this larger quest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's I'm a side to, quest. It's a side quest. I'm trying to speak in Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> terms, Jessica. Like imagine you have this quest from the dark times of Forget Not Slow Down to the light, happy, but also still emotional times of air for free. And somewhere in the middle there is this like Rivendale party or whatever, <laughs> like where they go to this nice little town where there's no monsters and they just have a great time with a bunch of people. There's This is like the Tom Bombadil section of the, of the story. And some people... Who's the nerd now? I know. <laughs> well, okay. So to your counterpoint, Michael Weaver over at Jesus Freak Hideout agrees with me. And he basically said the same thing that I was saying a few weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, I don't remember now, about how um, Air for Free was the more logical step after Forget and Not Slow Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote, Air for Free could be described as what Collapsible Lungs should have been. This record still has plenty of pop influence, but it's strictly under Thiessen and Townsend's direction. One could also argue that it is more of the logical progression from Forget and Not Slow Down. Either way you look at it, Thiessen writing without other co-writers, who just aren't as good as him lyrically, and the transition back to their longtime producer has led to a stellar return for Reliant K. Right. I agree. But yeah, I know I definitely agree that this really feels like a Reliant K album. And Forget and Not Slow Down is a Reliant K album. And Collapsible Lung is something else. Yeah. I remember now that the, there was a conversation that happened on Instagram um, where, and sorry, I don't know their names. Let me get their names real quick. Basically, okay, it was on Instagram between Bradley Justeed, I believe is how to pronounce his last name. If I got that wrong, I'm sorry. And then A Song A Day KTBA. Those are the two instagram users who are having a conversation in the replies to one of our posts right talking about one of them had actually heard the podcast and one of them was just kind of jumping in Mm -hmm. bradley hadn't actually heard the episode and it was basically like we kind of got misunderstood where they thought and and i might be misspeaking for what they misunderstood but essentially (laughs) i got the idea that like bradley at one point thought one of us was saying that someone else should have written the album. Like, this should be someone else's album. No, this no, basically no, no. is someone else's this album. This is someone else's album, but it should have been a Matt Thiessen album or, yes. like, Matt Thiessen and the Gang yeah, or something like that or, like, Reliant K and Friends. You know, there was a... Yeah. <laughs> there, was a there was a Slackers album that... And, and it's kind of odd because to say that because uh, the Slackers being, like, a ska reggae band... It was still a ska reggae album, but they had an album called Slackers and Friends, Mm -hmm. where it was like, I guess because it wasn't a proper Slackers album, where it was just the Slackers coming together and writing their usual songs. Right. Each song had a guest and each was was either guest written or guest performed with someone on it. Right. So and it's not like a pop album the way Collapsible Long was. It's just another, you know, reggae ska album for them. But that's what they called it. They didn't just say, here's the Slackers. They called it Slackers and Friends. They specifically advertised it as a different sort of band. So if this was like Reliant K and Chums, then people might have seen this album a little differently. Yeah. There's, there's yeah, a lot no, of other absolutely. examples of this in, in pop music. I can remember, like, there's the Tony All album where it's like the band All, but then they also had uh, somebody else named Tony. I don't remember. I'm not a big All fan. Uh, I'm losing my punk rock cred right now. Um 
there's a Fishbone album where they had a bunch of people, and it was so it was like it wasn't just like here's Fishbone. It was like mm-hmm. Fishbone and the Friends Nutworks. It was something like that. Gotcha. So they could have called instead of yeah, Reliant K and Friends. Reliant K and probably Friends. would have been a bit more well received. Right. Because then you're like, okay, so it's Reliant K. But there's also other people, so we know to expect other influences. Right. I think that it's just because we thought we were getting the brand new Reliant K album, and then it was like, whoa. Right. And Don't Blink is a song that could have been on air for free with a little bit different production. Yeah. So I think then, like, when Don't Blink is released ahead of the album and then the rest of the album comes out, people might have been a little shocked. Mm -hmm. Like, Don't Blink is not a lead up for a lot of the other songs on Collapsible Long. Uh, but I love Bummin'. It's a great song. <laughs> I really enjoy it. And that's the song we're talking about today. Unless you had more to say about the disparity of reviews. Uh, I cannot tell you how many times I read Reliant K no longer seemed reliable in reference oh, to Collapsible no. Lung. It was like oh, no. so many. It was like every single album review I saw They're... for Air for Free, they used <laughs> that exact terminology. Icaruni. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh. and one album different, and I've talked about this last week as well. Is one album to try something different that doesn't quite do it, and you decided to call it the band. I've heard lots of other bands do that, mm-hmm. like not just the bringing in friends and whatever, but like right. doing a totally different genre for one album. Like lots of bands have done this, so right. it's not really fair for one album to to. I mean, are we doing it now? I was going to say, like, to harp on them so much for that one album. Because I find it fascinating. And I'm so glad Collapsible Long is a part of their discography. Because it makes, I feel like it makes for possibly interesting things to talk about. Yeah. And for this to be a part of their discography and to to say how does it place and why does it place and does it place. I love it for that reason. I also like a lot of the songs (laughs) on that album. But I do agree, like... This this album, it's like they took some of the things that they had done on Collapsible Lung, on Air for Free. I'm talking about Air for Free now. They took, they they found some new things that they liked that they did in Collapsible Lung, but not the whole package. And they took those things out of Collapsible Lung, and brought them over to Air for Free. Yeah. Along with the core Reliant K aspects that they had sort of lost and hadn't really had since Forget Not Slow Down. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Thiessen, I had read that he had, like, been working a lot on his vocals prior to Collapsible Lung. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely a thing that, you know, he continued. He didn't go back to that sort of usual Matt Thiessen kind of sound that he has for early Reliant K. He kept that very, like, that new sort of singing voice. Right. Through this. Yeah. Album. There's, I got stuff to say about the vocals on this oh, song. Oh, okay. I don't know if we're ready to actually talk about the song or if there's anything else you want to say about your relationship to this album. I was just going to say that this album as a whole really resonates with me because much like mm-hmm, it came to me at a point in my life where it was just really relatable. Uh, now I'm a little tardy to the party, <laughs> like we said, for Air for Free, having only really started to dive into it earlier this year. But some of the songs about finally growing up and becoming an adult and finding peace and enjoyment uh, that there is within growing up is something that spoke to me uh, being someone in their early 30s uh, and spending my 20s sort of messing around and not really taking on full responsibilities and, you know, just not quite ready to let go of that, like, kid nature. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really can't wait to talk about Man because it is just so relatable. 
except I only spend five years like Hoffman in the swimming pool. <laughs> so sort of getting, focusing in on this song itself now, if you want to, unless you had anything else to say. No, other than this morning we were laying in bed and Danny said I have to pee and I thought he said air for free. <sighs> <That> is... <laughs> And I then forget- he told me to write it down. I did tell you to write it down. I said, mention that on the podcast. And then you did. And I'd forgotten. And I was embarrassed. I like wake up and she's like, what? Air for free? And I said, I have to pee. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, that's funny. But I totally forgot. That was like 12 hours ago. Um, this album should have been called Need to Pee. Um so focusing in on the song itself that we're talking about this week, Bummin', um, I really do like this song a lot. Uh, when we get to local construction, it's funny. I just, I don't really care for that song. I find that song to be a little bit of a chore. Jessica loves that song. I do. I don't hate it. I just like, I don't, you know, it just, it's something about the beat but or whatever. But these are all in my, like, local construction. It's but fix the car, fix the house, fix the flaws in myself. It's never done. You're not convincing me by oh by no, it's never a, done. Giving a William Shatner esque reading of the lyrics <laughs> will not convince me about why I should particularly like that song more. But uh, I like Bummin. It's so when when I hear this song, getting ready to do this podcast, I broke this song down better for myself. Right, like I, mm-hmm. I understand more about it before. There was sort of like a myst- a little bit of a mystery, or sometimes I thought it was just like, here's just a, a vague pashish of like ideas in the lyrics that aren't meant to really solidify into anything too much. Like it's just kind of like a just kind of like a tone poem, just like a get an idea of a general feeling, but not actually about anything. I had a real hard time like getting that kernel of what is this song about, and so I kind of left it originally in the air, air for free. I just left it out there. I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably, maybe it's not about anything. Maybe it's not there for me to figure out. But as I broke it down, really getting ready to talk today, I feel like I have a better idea what the song's about. Yeah, it's kind of like, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. The ly- Lyrically. Right. Because uh, it, where, versus a lot of Reliant K songs are very like, like tangible concepts. Right. This is one of those sort of less than tangible at times songs. Yeah, it's just like, where do I go from here where they're like, leaving may not be coming home. But this is the reverse where it's like, you can have my life. I'm sad. Right. That's funny that you mentioned where do I go from here? Because I was like, it was on the tip of my tongue. I was ready to say that when we talked about where do I go from here? That's the first song we've done on this podcast where I got the idea, but I couldn't really like place Mm -hmm. what it was about. You know what I mean? It's like, funny because I almost feel that way about this song. Oh, really? I actually liked this song a lot more before I knew what the lyrics were. Oh, okay. Like when I could only pull out bits and pieces like, I'm bumming and stuff like that. I was yeah. like, oh, I like this song. This is fun. And then I, I sat down and I looked at the lyrics and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But like. You didn't want to know. like, Yeah, I felt a little more disconnected from it. Yeah, we because honestly a lot of people like I listen to other podcasts about that talk about music they really try to like break down the song and be like what is this song about and half the time I don't really want to know what a song is about and maybe yeah. that's a bad thing for people to, to feel <laughs> when they're doing a podcast about a band song by song but honestly like sometimes I think it's like we as people who as people who 
consume art or songs or music or films. Like we read things into things that have nothing to do with the intention mm-hmm. of the artist. Like that's just a fact, right? And I know that that's a fact. So half the time when I'm listening to a song, if the if the meaning of it doesn't immediately spring to mind, like, oh, this is clearly about whatever, right? I don't spend too much time thinking, oh, I wonder what... Even with my favorite artists, I don't necessarily... It, sometimes it'll be years before, like, all of a sudden I get that. Actually, it's a lot like Simpsons jokes. <laughs> like, I've been watching The Simpsons for, like, almost 30 years, right? And so many jokes went right over my head. And, like, all throughout my adolescence and then my teen years, like, I would get more and more and more jokes. But now sometimes I get jokes and references to things from the 70s that I had no idea what they were. Because, like, I've heard of those things finally over the course of 30 years. Like, I heard reference of that thing from history that they were referencing. Or I got that idea about, like, what it's like to be an adult. And so I finally get all these ideas. So sometimes I listen to songs and now I get it, right? What was my point? My point is, when it comes to a song like Bummin', like, I kind of, like, I'm kind of, like, I don't get it, but I don't really need to get it too much. But now I do get this song a little bit more. Yeah, when I first listen to a song, I, I can go either way on it. Some songs, I'm like, I love this. I need to know the ins and outs of what it is and what the artist was going through and they wrote it and what it truly means. And other songs, I'm like, I'm cool with just having my way I feel about it and they have their way and it's all good. And, right. You know, some stuff I just take at face value. So this song listening to it every other time before this i was just like ah you know it's it's, i get the gist it's about a guy that's bumming around right (laughs) they sing they sing bumming and 14 karat gold a lot i got it (laughs) (laughs) so even once i started to understand what the song was about a little bit i realized that there are these direct contradictions in the lyrics although you can kind of hear those without knowing exactly what the song's about right I got the general sense. I can't... Maybe we'll figure it out if we read the lyrics in a minute. But I got the general sense. Is like He's like, I'm a bum. I'm feeling like a bum. I don't want to be a bum, but I want to be a bum. Like That's the, that's like the idea. So it's like the song is a contradiction half the time, it feels yeah. like. He's like, I don't want to be a bum, but I am a bum, but I'm not a bum. Also, I don't know if that's like ableist or something or like a, a bad way of, of is that like calling someone a bum is that like no I don't. he just rude? says he's bumming he yeah. doesn't really say he's bum he's just like he's like i'm bumming around i'm just like slacking off i guess bum is a word that people use for like the less fortunate but it doesn't necessarily mean that i have some urban dictionary definitions oh, wow. of the word bumming i feel like bum has kind of gone has slowly gone the way of the buffalo <laughs> right <laughs> Speaking to you, Dan. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like hobo. Nobody says hobo anymore. Yeah, but hobo specifically means a type of like homeless person riding the rails. Who, yeah, who kind of like travels, right? Yeah. And then there's other disparaging words for people who have who are unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I guess bum is one that they use for that. Is what I was getting at. But like the word bum, I don't know if its origin is specifically for unfortunate people who maybe have a problem in their life and it's like it is ableist and cruel to just judge certain homeless people and stuff but i don't know if the word bum in and of itself and saying you're bumming because you could just be tired i feel like i hear people use the term bum more like oh that guy's a bum like your dad's like i don't like that guy you're dating he's a real bum right like he's just kind of a jerk yeah and the word beach bum doesn't seem ableist hey (laughs) (laughs) unprofessional (laughs) 
Uh, the word beach bum doesn't seem ableist because it's like, hey, I'm a beach bum. I'm bumming on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like the big kahuna and moon doggy and Gidget. Oh, and the thing that in this song is about, he's like, he he's one thing. So this contradict what felt like contradictions when I first first few times I listened to the song and was listening to the lyrics. It's like they feel like contradictions, but then I realized it's it's kind of like a guy who is going back and forth between giving up on his life and wanting to save it, mm-hmm. which is a totally understandable concept for any human being absolutely like when you have something crappy going on in your life and you're like i just want to give up but no i can't give up but i just want to give up like people have that back and forth Mm -hmm. that sort of fight within themselves whether or not they want to deal with a situation or not whether they just want to give up and just lay there on the ground or they just want to get up and they want to fight and they want to have someone help them or they want to help themselves or what so that might be a theme of this song. What did you think of this? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, about? given the rest of the album, I think it's just about. I think this song is that is, is that like perfect first song where it's like if you consider the album as a story, mm-hmm. where it's just he's just kind of like, oh, I don't really want to like do anything. I don't want to do whatever, but I know I need to. Right. What should I do? I think I'm gonna go for it. And then we go into these songs where it's like, okay, now I've gone for it, and I'm in a, I'm in a much happier place. Yeah. You know, I've, I, it's time to be a man. Yeah. You know? Um, there are some Genius.com explanations. Did you find those? Oh, no, I didn't. Because, you know, I went to songmeanings.com and I realized this with last week's when I looked it up that I guess around like a, a little before 2013 or maybe around 2013 is when that website kind of started to die off because yeah. Collapsible Long only had one and this song had none. Well, a lot of people go to Genius nowadays. Oh, Okay. And there's a lot of posts. There's 15 contributors to the meaning of bumming. And a lot of it is probably right. And a lot of it is really stupid. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, but some... I won't call out any names. But some people had ideas on here that are just... They don't make any sense. The first one, which is probably correct, is that when he's singing, You can have my life, I'm sad. You can have the beat in my heart. Someone's like, he's probably talking to God. And he absolutely could be. He Mm -hmm. really could be. This could be a classic Reliant K pronoun song. Right. Like Be My Escape, where it's like it could be about God or it could be about the earthly realm. Yes. So to speak. (laughs) Jessica's covered in engineers. They're all fluffy engineers everywhere. (laughs) I am. They all came to visit. Louis came to get some attention and then April got jealous. (laughs) So unlike, say, Come Right Out and Say It, where people were like, this song is about God or this song is about witnessing. Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, because here's all the problems about saying that this song is in any way about Christian ideas or religion or whatever. It, right? Right. This is a perfect song where if anyone has those thoughts, like Don't Blink. Don't Blink. Some people had ideas that this could have been about God. And Where I Go From Here has some ideas that this could be about God. This is another one that I feel like if you think it's about God, it absolutely is. If you think it's about a person in his relationship with a person or just a person crying crying out to society for help or whatever, it, then it absolutely works in all those ways, I feel, right? Yeah. Um, that's so the so people on Genius thought this this is about you can have the beat in my heart that that's about him talking to God. Then there's some stuff like broken down town down on Wedgwood and Eighth, and someone's like Wedgwood and Eighth no, Ethan Wedgwood is the name of a bar in Nashville. So he's obviously oh. broken down in front of Ethan Wedgwood. 
But no, I looked into it because when as soon as I started, saw Broken Down Town on Wedgwood and Eighth, mm-hmm. I typed in Wedgwood and Eighth on Google Maps, mm-hmm. and there's only one Wedgwood and Eighth in America at least, mm-hmm. and it's in Nashville. It's the first one that came up. It's an actual intersection, Wedgwood and Eighth. There is a bar called Eighth and Wedgwood, mm-hmm. but he doesn't sing Broken Down Town in front of Eighth and Wedgwood. He <laughs> says Broken Down Town. On Wedgwood and Eighth. He's well, broken. it just doesn't flow as nicely either, Dan. I know, but he's ob- <laughs> he he could have said whatever. He's saying Wedgwood and Eighth. He's broken down, <laughs> and the bar is not even on Wedgwood and Eighth. It's slightly up Wedgwood from there. It's like half a block up. <laughs> okay. And the also That's very LA. Of also, this this bar has like no reviews and no pictures on Google on Google Maps. I didn't look on Yelp, so that made no sense to Sounds me. Sounds swanky. And then here's the here's the one I was like, what? Someone said. Someone said that Tyson choosing Wedgwood and Eighth as where he's broken down, that Wedgwood, the word wedge being mm-hmm. in the word wood, <laughs> okay. is a metaphor for there being a wedge in his emotions and being unsure if he wants salvation or doesn't. I love it. <laughs> what do you mean you love it? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's I love it. Yep, hundred percent. What it means. I, no. If we learned anything from forgetting not slow down, it is definitely that Matt Teeson does not just write about whatever's happening to him right at that That's, moment. But that is what he does. No, yeah, literally. I think Matt Teeson's car broke down at the corner of Wedgwood and Eighth one day, and he wrote that into this song. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. There's no metaphor. What about the word wood? He didn't. <laughs> wood floats. So it's about him floating away into the sky. No, he broke down on the corner of Wedgwood and Eighth. And here's the corner of Wedgwood and Eighth, Jessica. You know what's there? There's a U-Haul. There's a BP gas station. There's another gas station. Well, at there's least he Exxon. broke down in front of a couple gas stations. Yeah, that's probably that's why he broke down, break down there. He's like, hey, I've broken down here. But maybe the people inside this uh, this on the run can help me. Or what is this? Oh, I can zoom into. Oh, parking. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, no. Oh, you overshot it. You're on the highway now. How do I get to the highway? <laughs> it's probably on the other side of those um, those barriers. There oh, you go. Yeah. Whoa, spinning around. It's on the other side of the hedges. There's some apartments on the other corner. I haven't been to Nashville since I was in elementary school. I've I did been. America Sings there when I was in fifth grade. Ooh, what'd you sing? That Rent song about All however minutes. many minutes and cups of coffee and stuff, yeah. It was a big deal. I was in Georgia State Honor Chorus. Believe it or not. <laughs> I'll try to believe it. Um, yeah. So there's some other stuff on Genius. Who cares? Whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I think this person did what I did, but they they gave up. Basically, I think they were like, Wedgwood and Eighth, what does that mean? And they Googled the words Wedgwood and Eighth. And the first thing that came up was the bar, Eighth and Wedgwood. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, that must be what it's about. Because when I Googled Wedgwood and Eighth, the first thing that came up was also the bar. But I was like, no, let me look into it a little further. Yeah. And I found the corner. Yeah. And then, so I think he just gave up where I kept going. But yes, did you want to hear the Urban Dictionary definitions of bumming? Because maybe that'll help us understand the song more. Oh, sure. So the top. So there's two. there's two entries. Bumming with a G at the end and bumming with no G at the end. Of course. So bumming with no G at the end. In February 13th, 2008, 
So right before the day before he was getting ready for his Valentine's Day date, week W W E E A A K K K. Well, sorry for that last part. <laughs> I mean, it's the word week with all the letters spread out. He said, or she said, they said, bummin to be sad and negative, bringing down the mood for those around you. Why is Jimmy bummin? Oh, now I'm bummin. Weekend ruined. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jimmy. You dick. Then, uh... Whoa. Then Jojo Ma in 2006 <laughs> said bummin is a verb to hang out, to hang around aimlessly in a state of total relaxation. And I think that that's one that a lot of people do. Yeah. Because I found a, vid- a YouTube video, which I don't know if I need to play it, but I can put it on the socials later, that... It's just this lady in her in her like bed with her dog and the dog has is sitting next to her like while she's laying down and she's filming the dog like laying next to her and the dog won't it puts her on the pay no mind list like she's petting the dog and saying hey hey look at me wait what kind of video is this i'm sorry i started singing come right out and say it in my head and i totally lost track i apologize it's a lady harassing her dog and Aww. asking, not harassing in a bad way, but oh, saying, okay. hey, pay attention to me, dog. Pay oh, attention. Okay. And the dog cute. won't pay attention. And then she just goes, we're bumming. And that's the YouTube video. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, but then there is another thing where bumming ends with a, with a G. And in 2016... Liberace Hudson said that bumming is basically, how do I say this in a way that's appropriate for us not to get an E rating? Because we do want to be kind of a clean family show. It's essentially... (laughs) It's what the English would call buggery. Okay. Okay. Oh, of course. The official word for it is sodomy. There you go. That's the that's the nice that's the that's the nice word for it. That's the biblical word for it. And we are listed on iTunes under the Christian podcast section. That's our second or third category next nice. to comedy and music. Nice. Um, so sodomy. The supposedly... I heard that's something that the state looks down on. It is. No, 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 no. That you might have heard that, but it is just a prank call. Oh, okay. From a payphone of all things. Don't know where you found it. Um, so yes, there, it turns out, I think in England, the word bumming means that means sodomy, because I also found a YouTube video that I will also not. Oh, wow. That I will, that I, (laughs) I also found a YouTube video that I will not torture you with watching, but I will also not, um, put on the social media. Oh, Wow. Where it's nothing too, it's nothing awful, but it's basically these two British guys sitting on a couch. One's reading a newspaper and one's playing the acoustic guitar. And he's like, and I don't remember the song. But he's like, what are we doing? We got to do something. We're sitting around. And he's like, well, we're bumming. And then all of a sudden their third friend pops up from behind the couch with his butt out from mooning the camera. And he's like slapping his butt. And he's, I can say ass on this show. He's slapping his ass. Nope, and, nope, nope. We got to bleep out the word ass. I don't know. We didn't do a Twitter poll to ask if it was we okay if we said that. We did do a Twitter that. poll to say, we just decided it's Reliant K. We shouldn't really swear. Yeah. But there's certain things that I don't think count as swears. 
I think we should be PG, essentially PG. We should talk. We should. Just I mean, talk. according to my mom, the word suck was like basically a swear. So. <laughs> yeah. The word sucks is not a swear. Not at all. It is not a swear. There's an MXPX song with the word sucks in the title. Oh, but then again, they went to a major label. They wrote the song Chick Magnet, which is about sex. No, it's not. I'm totally kidding. Um, but yeah, we had a poll up a couple of months ago, and I was like, should we swear? Basically, everyone was like, it depends on the situation. Yeah. So I think as long as we're not swearing gratuitously, if we're if the swear is actually in relation to the thing that we're talking about, then technically it counts. So if we've sweared gratuitously, we've bleeped it out. Yeah, it, it was, um, or depending on the word, because I think like the number one response was, like the highest vote was dependence on the word and then very close second was no right so i was like okay we know what's up now yeah so we've been bleeping out the swears but if we got to bleep out ass because ass <sighs> isn't a swear but ass is a swear danny we're bleeping all these out don't worry about it <sighs> so much work well we'll have to bleep out bumming because in, in some places it might be a i actually have a drop button on my mic i should have just been dropping you out all those times <laughs> So one thing, I th- so this song, I, th- I think essentially this song is about Matt Thiessen sort of stuck in a place. Some people on some people on Genius were saying, like, he's still dealing. This is something else I didn't agree with on Genius. Someone on Genius said it's about him still dealing with the breakup of his divorce before Forget Not Slow Down. And Absolutely was, not. This is a celebration of he and his new wife. Yeah. So 100%. I know. So it doesn't make so it didn't make sense for him. He wrote a whole album about dealing with that and came out of it and wrote "Collapsible Lung." I didn't think th- what this person thought that he would go back to that theme from 2009. Now in 2015, 16, I'm assuming they wrote the album, started writing the album around 2015. I mean, I just I just want to say to whomever wrote that, "Mountaintop." Yeah. Yeah. Mountaintop. Mountaintop. You you don't you disagree? Go to Mountain Top. I'm sure they've written something on Mountain Top. It says it's probably about his divorce from 2009. Um, one other thing. So I think this song is literally just about Matt Thiessen, like just kind of feeling stuck in life a little bit at whatever point for whatever reason. It might not have anything to do with anything we know about from blogs and news and interviews or anything. He might just have been feeling down at the time. Like yeah. we have no idea, right? Yeah. And I think his car actually broke down at the corner of Wedgwood and 8th, which is funny because his car broke down in an older Reliant K song (laughs) and some guy ripped him off when he tried to get his car fixed and he couldn't buy that new guitar. And nobody goes around saying breakdown is about his divorce. Breakup. He wasn't previously married. He was previously engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. Yes, you're correct. You're absolutely correct. The, the ending, the, the stopping of his, the, the stopping of his future wife being his future wife at the time. Then he had a different future wife. It is so hot out. <laughs> Just like how it must have been for him in the line where he says, burning in the sun and I'm barely awake. And I just wanted to note that line because there is like this, he, I don't think this is about being homeless, but I think he's kind of calling on that idea of someone who kind of like lives outside for, for whatever mm. reasons, you know, because there are people who are homeless and there are people who just don't go inside all day. They just want to be outside. Like I knew people, I saw people like that when I lived in New York, like in the morning they would leave their apartment and they would just stand outside all day long and mm-hmm. then they would go back inside at the end of the day. Yeah. You had a lady who lived uh, in your building who yeah. would just sit on the stoop 
all day yeah. and like smoke cigarettes and get drunk and stuff That's and then she, she would did. like go inside at like 8 p.m yeah and this, this is where i lived in new york in 2008 the so the, i think he's calling on the idea of people who what he says burning in the sun and i'm barely awake maybe that actually happened to him maybe he was like well, he had a really long hike to the closest gas station when he broke down. It was like right across the street. What do you mean? <laughs> if he parked at the U-Haul across the street. But if he's calling on this idea, this like visual idea of someone who kind of is living outside, whether they're homeless or choose to or whatever, because they're a bum in whatever context that means, if he's kind of calling on that visual idea, I'm familiar with that idea because here in Los Angeles, it happens a lot where basically homeless people are living outside and they just sleep mm-hmm. in the sun and they're like, sometimes they're literally roasting mm-hmm. and people just walk over them and step past them. We had a friend who lived with us for a short while and this story came directly to mind when I read this line. Mm. We had a friend who lived with us and he had to walk to work because he didn't have a car. He was basically li- sleeping in our kitchen. He was bumming. He was bumming in our apartment, but he went to work every day. <laughs> he just didn't have a place to stay for a couple months until like he was ready to move. And... He would walk to work every day, and one day he's walking to work, and he walks past a homeless guy who is asleep outside in, like, 80, 90-degree heat, and he was like, something is wrong. Like, this isn't... And so he goes into the closest business. He's like, hey, I think something's, like, ser- like someone needs to check on this guy, and the people in the business wouldn't help. So so he calls so he calls 911, and he's like, I think we have, a, you know, a homeless person with actual heat exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he was absolutely right. Like the person was really in danger, but people also just thought he's just, he's just sleeping out in the sun like you do in Los Angeles. And right. he could have died there that day, but that guy, but our friend actually saved him. I think. You read a lot more into the song than I did. Cause I'm a more poetic soul, <laughs> which is the opposite of what you said, which is cause you said the opposite when I couldn't get my brain around, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's about all I have for the lyrics, uh, production wise, which we, is something we don't always talk about. And you mentioned this, how Matt Thiessen really worked on his vocals in the last couple albums. Mm-hmm. I love, there is, there is a, you know, Matt Thiessen, there's often layering of like double and sometimes triple Thiessen's in a song, right? Mm-hmm. So he's harmonizing with himself, but usually it's just two same kind of singing voices and one's just, you know, harmonizing with the other. In this one, you've got singing Matt Thiessen, and then you've got kind of gravelly Matt Thiessen in the background mm-hmm. at the very beginning. Let's really quickly. Did you, so you know what I'm talking about? Did you like listen to that? I did. Because I told you about this ahead of time. Like, you Jessica, did. I'm like, Jessica, go back and listen to the beginning of the song because it's awesome. So let's put in a clip of it here and listen to how one Matt Thiessen is sort of gravelly and sort of the other one is sort of regular singing. Yeah, the one Matt Thiessen in the background is going, you can't, yeah. he's doing this extra little, like almost like a Prince thing. Mm-hmm. Like one, one Matt Thiessen towards the front is just singing regular Matt Thiessen, and the other one in the background is like, you can have the pain of my heart. <laughs> he's doing this like extra crazy thing, and it's all together, and it sounds great. It sounds awesome. Sounds really good. Sounds cool. Um, I really like the, I really like the production and the sound of this album as a whole. Right, like this really sounds like them maturing, where they kind of left off with "Forget and Not Slow Down." They did a little bit of this with "Don't Blink" and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is the sound I want Reliant K to 
either continue to explore or use this to expand in the future albums. I would love Air for Free Part 2. I, I only have one addendum to that statement. Maybe no empty house. Matthew um, Arnold Thiessen has a beautiful singing voice, and he does not need to be auto-tuned. Sure he does. Everyone needs to be auto-tuned once in a while, just like everyone deserves a special little gift every once in a while. You should give yourself a special little gift every day. You should. Um, so is there anything else you want to say about this song? <laughs> some, some deep Twin Peaks references <laughs> right there. <laughs> no, just that I watched a lyric video thinking it was an official lyric video. And then when it started playing, it was like black and white pixelated footage of yeah. them oh, doing yeah, Be I My Escape. That. Yeah, on yeah, Jay Leno. Was, yeah, on Jay Leno, right. <laughs> and it actually has the NBC logo yeah. at the bottom. They basically just took a bunch of random footage from periods way before this album. Yeah. It like was... with band members that aren't even on this album. And and like if, they, if you're going to do a lyric video in that style, at least try not to get close-up footage of the lead singer mouthing different words from what we're hearing it's like when people make anime videos and i mean actual or any kind of like fan video set to a song made from your favorite fandom footage Mm -hmm. like tv shows or anime or movies you have to try not to use footage of people talking because it's distracting from the fact that this is like a a music video you watch a lot of fan videos dan i do i watch so many (laughs) I mean, I do for this podcast. I didn't find any for this song. Well, that is a bummer. Trying to think of something cute to say in return. (laughs) Well, if you want a bummer, if you want more of a bummer than Mm -hmm. a bummin, we could get into covers. Oh. No, actually, I think covers are really good this week. No, before we get to covers, we have to talk about other versions of the song, other versions by the band. Yes. So this song is on the 2016 live album. Um, however, I, I, I found some live footage from YouTube because, you know, this album came out in 2016. So there's some better phone footage out there. And essentially they play it the same way that they do on the 2016 live album. So I think for the first time with one of the official live vinyls, we'll just skip what was on there. And instead we'll listen to some people's phone videos from the same tour that live albums off of. I like this one. It's um, Fresno, January 2017. So this is right towards the end of the tour. Uh, and Hoops adds some kind of extra fun little effects to his guitar. Oh, at the nice. Of the song. Gotta love pedal hoops. So let's give this a listen.
else fun. He puts a lot more like distortion on yeah, it. Yeah, there's more distortion. That's yeah. what I should have said. I couldn't. I haven't listened to this in two days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he has like extra distortion and is like wah 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 yeah. right after they come back from the chorus. That that I really like that version, and I don't think he did that on the tw- on the 2016 live album. Well, why don't we listen to it and find out? <sighs> should we? The 2016 version is uh, live album version is mostly just like the album. But there's a fun little guitar squeal at the beginning, and Tyson is like, "You can take my life," <laughs> <laughs> almost a heavy metal scream. Not really at all, but you know, it's fun. But really, I like that Fresno live version. There's also, however, another version that was recorded. We previously played this concert, Creation Fest. Oh yeah, in 2017. They played this song because this was actually after the Looking for America tour. I didn't realize that last time we played footage from this, but here is them playing. Actually, part of the song got cut off because there were technical difficulties, so we only get to hear the, the end part of the song. I like that yeah it's a, it's really rocking <laughs> yeah i was really i was bouncing around the whole time it is a summer jam there aren't a lot of like i haven't found a lot of professionally shot full reliant k concerts so that creation fest 2017 is is nice to have mm-hmm. um but yeah like the but first what about the hard rock live in orlando in 2005 was, that's when they only got a couple of songs in i that. know then we have ccm magazine did an exclusive a it's not really acoustic because one of them has an electric guitar but just a two guitar version of the song yeah i saw this one you can have my life i'm sad you can have the beat of my heart you can be my light pizzazz you can be my spark in the dark pizzazz Bum all become one, so no more frigid nights in the cold. I would fall asleep in the lawn till the sun rose. 14 karat gold. You can have my life. I'm sad. Broken. 
walking downtown, down the way to the nape. That, so hearing that again reminds me, there are th these like drop-ins of the idea of living out in the wilderness mm -hmm. and being homeless. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's yeah. like, I wonder if it's, if it's a metaphor, if the whole song's like a metaphor for Matt feels homeless emotionally a right. little bit. Like things aren't, he's happier overall, but like, you know, sometimes even when you're happy, you still are emotionally torn up inside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not really a, there's not really a, as, if you're a human being, emotions aren't, aren't expected to be logical most of the time. Yeah, but that version for CCM is nice. <laughs> I like that. It's like an it's almost like an official SoundCloud version of the song because, <laughs> or YouTube version because so many. That's basically what a lot of the fans do when they cover is just the one or two guitars. Jessica, what is that lovely mug that you're drinking from tonight? Why, thank you for asking, Dan. <laughs> This is my Reliant K Air for free mug I got when we went to the Looking for America tour. I see that. I'm so glad that I asked you in such a natural way and that I totally wasn't egged on by you holding it up and pointing at it. I did not point at it. I just I just drank exaggeratedly. <laughs> How do you drink I exaggeratedly? That, I don't think that's a word, but... <laughs> That's what it would say if you were watching like on Amazon Prime or something and they just make words up in the subtitles. <laughs> Drinks exaggeratedly. Well, you keep getting your drink on and we will listen. <laughs> it's water. Oh. Well, we will listen to the Nightcore version that I found. This was Oh boy. Oh boy, this was uploaded to YouTube by MXPX Memes. Only <laughs> Wow. This was only uploaded on two days ago. Oh wow. This is crazy. What a coincidence. It's like they knew we were getting ready to do this podcast. Who did you say that was again? By MXPX Memes. You know, me. <laughs> Basically I was like, I want to hear this song as a nightcore version, and no one had done it. So I went ahead and I made it for myself. And then I was I have multiple YouTube like garbage channels of just where I upload stuff, like one channel for uploading movies that you I can't find anywhere that no one seems to care about the copyright and same thing for albums. I do this. Do you say no copyright intended? I don't say it, but no copyright is intended. Uh, here is the Nightcore version that I created. Yeah, seven views, two days. I'm not usually a fan of Nightcore. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's something about it I don't really care for. But I do like, I like the instrumentals sped up like that. But I don't know, something about the chipmunk thing that I'm not, I can't really get with. Mm -hmm. I thought it would just been funny if you went, I'm not usually a fan of Nightcore. 
and then you just don't say anything else. <laughs> oh, should I retake it? <laughs> no, I think it's perfectly fine for me to say what you should have said. Um, now we can move on to different odd things. I have more kids doing stuff with their parents. I guess we don't need to hear the song. But this is a bunch of kids riding around on their bikes. Aww. This is something that Reliant K parents love to do. And they loved to do it when they were kids. (laughs) (laughs) And they used to have the first three albums. It's just three kids riding around. It's like basically a short film. Yeah, they put some effects in there. Yeah, and they did this POV oh, yeah, I, shot. I was going to say, I can. I saw that the girl had a GoPro strapped to her chest, yeah. and they just cut to that shot. Interesting. This is extreme. <laughs> These kids are going to grow up to be living dangerously. They're going to be bikers. They're someday. in like an industrial park or something, yeah, but I don't know in where they are. maybe a cornfield area? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I love this dramatic pose that comes up during this part of the song. Uh. <laughs> oh, he's holding his shirt. I thought he had to go to the bathroom. This is like if Harmony Korine made wholesome <laughs> films. Oh my gosh. That is so accurate. <laughs> Like, if you watched a Harmony Corinne movie and you weren't like, something really awful is going to happen yeah. in the next 10 to 40 minutes, <laughs> you're like, you can rest confidently. Like, this is just going to be cute the whole time. Yeah. This is the wholesome Harmony Corinne film. Um, let's see. Then I, oh, I talked about the lady talking to her dog and says, we're bumming. Yeah, whatever. Um, oh, I don't want to play this again, but I did find... <laughs> Just a collection of these teen girls' Instagram stories that they just spliced together to the song. Oh, interesting. But it's, it's really uncomfortable because <laughs> you and I, you, you've talked about it specifically because of all of the teens out there in the early 2000s who have uploaded videos of themselves yes. dancing around their bedrooms to Reliant yeah. K videos. Yeah. This is basically the 2016 version Oof, of that yeah. because it's they're like painting their nails and stuff in uh. POV shots. So it's like just the shot of their legs oh. and all this stuff. And it's like, it's very like creepy gazy like i don't want to yeah. be i shouldn't have found this i don't even know why i saved it <laughs> oh in a in a similar vein but not as creepy i found this kid who what's his name his name is jack rule J, uh jack spelled j-a-c-k like normal rule spelled r-u-h-l and he made a nine minute and 37 second little documentary about his life called flying home for the first time since college began episode 83 and he just makes here he is he just makes a little uh documentary about going home from college and he's set to this song All right. <laughs> What's that for? Alright. 
What is with what dormitories have these like like key cards? Like you're in a hotel. <laughs> Maybe I mean, that's a modern thing. Ugh, I don't know. Between the two of us, we went to like five colleges, <laughs> and that's not something I'd ever seen. Jessica, you love millennials. How's this little peek into the view of millennials who are younger than you? <laughs> I'm sorry, did the mic pick that up? <laughs> Jessica's reaction was, uh. uh. Now we can get into covers. And Ariel Arnold, we have uh, a couple of acoustic ones and a couple of band ones. And this is Ariel Arnold. interesting it's really interesting yeah. i don't know i don't even know how to describe that yeah i couldn't try as i might i can't quite right. i, can't I really dug it. the beginning yeah. of the chorus and then the end was like a little something funky in there yeah. like it's like it's so she did something so interesting with the end <laughs> of the chorus yeah that it almost supplants what i know of the song like, I can only now sing her version in my head until I hear the real version again. Smash that like button. <laughs> I will. Um, then we have Anna Corley, who seems to be... Now, this is more than just your average, like, bedroom kid. Like, she actually has music to download and purchase and stuff. She has originals. She has a whole YouTube channel, and she did a cover of this song. Hey, this is Anna Corley. She did a cover of this song in... August 12th of 2016. And she wants you to buy her music on eBay and Facebook. And she can go to her Twitter and her eBay. Patreon. She has a Patreon. I'm doing a cover of Bum and Bar Line K, which is the best band, by the way. You can have my life. She did a little something with the different with the chorus too. Yeah. 
Yeah, these acoustic covers do a little something different with it. Yeah, maybe it doesn't translate easily from yeah. a full band. Yeah. Um, but I also really like those chords she's playing. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if she... Because I mean, the song had just come out. This is, I don't remember when the album came out. Mm-hmm. I did see when I was doing my research uh, a lot of tabs for it. Mm-hmm. But did they exist right away? I don't know. I didn't click into them. Yeah, so she released that in August of 2016, and this album came out in July. So the song had only been out like about a month or two, mm. and then she puts out that version of her her version of the song. And I don't know if she made up the, found those chords herself or what, but the chords just sound more harmonious. I like them. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, I see what you mean now, though, about the actual bum imagery right. that I didn't get before, because I think I just. I kind of do the opposite of what most people do. Most people are like, it is exactly what this is on the surface and face value. And I tend to just look at what it could mean metaphorically. Right. So I didn't, I just was like, oh, this is a metaphor for, you know, whatever. I didn't really think about what the song meant face value. Yeah, that's what, since I'm the one who, since I'm usually finding these covers and I'll listen to the whole, I'll try to listen to the whole version of the song. Hearing different people singing the same words yeah, puts all these different... It, it does. It, it helps me comprehend the lyrics a lot better. Yeah. I would say, anyone out there, if you have a favorite song, because I've, I've figured this out for myself, if you have a favorite song or a song that you enjoy and you've been like, I want to understand this song more, but I'm having trouble cracking it, listen to random people's covers. Yeah. Because it helps you digest. I find it helps you digest the lyrics a lot better. I just want to play a couple seconds of this and kind of show you what he did here. I called this massive ukulele cover <laughs> because uh, this is Scuttleston on YouTube. And Sick he, name. he does a ukulele cover, but it's like a full band ukulele cover where he does every part. Oh, cool. So check this out. So just to tell you what's going on here right now, he's playing seven different instruments in seven different camera fr- uh, frames on mm-hmm. the screen at the same time. Did he he's use got... the TikTok for it? I don't think this is TikTok. Yes, I was just this is a little too complex because <laughs> it's three large frames, like three quarters of the frame are three large pictures. And then in the fourth frame are four more frames. It's a lot yeah, going on. Yeah. But he's got... He plays the ukulele three times, then he plays the cowbell, then he plays the harmonica, then he has a uh, tambourine, and then he has a bass guitar. Yeah, at first I heard that cowbell, and I thought it was a metronome. I mean, maybe it's just a woodblock. It's a really tiny frame, so I can't really tell what it is, but it sounds like a cowbell. love it makes me want to go play stardew valley <laughs> it is like stardew valley music that's <laughs> nice and hey air is for free in stardew valley even when the conglomerate or whatever comes in and if you sell out to them or not 
Yep, you still get Co. your air for free. Um, there's a pr- now I found a guitar cover with actually had a pretty sick riff. <laughs> so let's check this out. He is going for it. That's all. I just like. He's got some sick hair. You know, he did that just so that he could do that while playing guitar. Yeah, he has basically like the emo comb forward. Yeah. But it's not all hairsprayed down, so he can kind of whip it around like hair metal style. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good look, actually. Um, I should go for that look. I mean, it's an original idea. It's basically merging the metal rock in your hair with the emo thing. Um, It's a popular look these days. He basically just turned the whoa, 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 whoa part into a sick guitar riff. And I don't like guitar covers, but I like that. That was pretty good. Um, Then, let's see. There were two things on SoundCloud. And that... Ah, we're playing these from my phone tonight, folks. (laughs) Normally I play these off of one of the laptops, but they keep playing too quickly. So this is Billy the Skid playing bummin' in a full band version. And it's funny because the, the sign, and we already talked about how we don't like to swear on this podcast, but in context, the sign says, shit's all, f- wait, what's it say? <laughs> Shit is fucked up and bullshit. That's what his he posted along. I mean, we'll, I guess we'll bleep it out, but <laughs> he says S is effed up and BS. It, it's just a picture of someone holding that sign, and that's yeah. the cover art for oh, his cover yeah. of Bummin' by Reliant K. Interesting. So this is Billy the Skid. really good and he even did the thing with the vocals where it's doubled yeah. and he's like yeah singing with himself in a different key yeah and they added that organ which might be in the actual song but if it is like he had an organ like right in the front on this version did you hear that oh play it again okay hold on oh yeah yeah it's a pretty good cover it's sort of like an indie pop punk version of the song. He, he yeah. makes it a little bit more driving, a little bit more heavy and rocking. Then we have what I think also on SoundCloud. I'm going to skip this. I want to quickly go to this. I found there are a ton of songs on SoundCloud and Bandcamp called Bummin'. And they are all by artists and bands that are not the same level as Reliant K. 
the odd thing is, on SoundCloud, dozens and dozens of rappers and EDM artists have songs called Bummin'. Yeah, I saw that on Apple Music, too. But then on Bandcamp, like about a dozen or so, like indie rock and guitar and shoegaze bands and like just cool rock bands. Interesting. Even bands that have put... Because Bandcamp is a place that sometimes you're your band that didn't really have much of a following from the set from the, like the nineties will put their music up for it to be on the internet somewhere. You'll find, I found like albums from like really cool sounding indie punk bands and they're all called bumming. Like they run the gamut. Like some of them are like almost like Pete and Pete indie rock. Oh, nice. (laughs) So I, I don't know why, but it's honestly those two themes. Like, Nobody has a song called Bummin' on SoundCloud if they're not a rapper or an EDM artist, except for this one guy. Well, maybe that's just the SoundCloud clientele. Maybe. There's this one guy who uploaded a song called Bummin'. That's that's just like a metal instrumental. And his description is like, here's just like a little metal riff that I put together and I I recorded it. But it almost sounds like Bummin'. (laughs) This is Matt Chu. And here's his metal song. Something about the rhythm, it's almost Mm -hmm. like... Yeah. Slow down, though. Let's try this. You can have my life. I'm sad. You can be my spark in the dark. You can be my light. Possess. 14 karat gold. I'm kind of losing. <laughs> it doesn't quite. It all. It almost sounds like Bummin. Sounds like you took Bummin, turned it sideways, and turned it into a metal song. But now we have. This is honestly like the best. I love this cover. Of bumming, and what often happens is I love a cover of one of these songs, and you're like, "That's good," but really, <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say that I listened to this on SoundCloud like a bunch of times, and and they didn't list it as bumming Reliant K. They didn't put Reliant K in the description or the title, so people probably didn't find it who are Reliant K fans. How many songs called Bummin' did you listen to this I week? listened to all of them. <laughs> I, like, quickly, like, skipped through them because SoundCloud, when you have your search results, you can listen through your search results by clicking next, 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 all the way down. So I heard this one. So I would just click through really quickly looking for something to actually sound like the song Bummin'. This is the only other cover that I found, and I love it. Ready? This is a taste... What is it called? This is called A Dash of Dill. But then also, on the cover art, they call them... I think they call them mocks. Yeah, okay. I love it. You're hearing too much. Oh, wait, you already heard a little of this. So, the account is called A Dash of Dill, but then on the cover art, they call themselves mocks, M-O-K-S. So, I don't know what the plan was there. But (laughs) you heard me. I was messing around with the soundcloud mm-hmm. app because i was like i should have the soundcloud app on my phone to make this a lot i easier. had already forgotten about it <laughs> and i played this on the couch next to jessica and she started laughing because of the sound of it but it is in a way for me it's a joyous version of the song <laughs> so listen to this this is my favorite cover of any reliant k song ever 
sad. You can never be my heart. You can be my light. It's sad. This is so cool. <laughs> I really love this. No. I'm sad. I just noticed that there's like a child or somebody like singing in the there's background. Like a, there's like a lady singing. There's a girl singing back there. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That cover is so good. That's like the most punk, awesome sounding cover. Are you I've sure ever that heard. wasn't Bobby Moon? <laughs> it does sound a little like Bobby Moon. I wish this would be the Bobby Moon band because we oh, have discovered. Where's Bobby Moon at? I know. I've been looking. He hasn't like he's uploaded stuff in the last couple years or two, but he doesn't upload exclusively Reliant K stuff. Mm. But yeah, he um. We're trying to decide what song to do next. We gotta cover a Bobby Moon song. We gotta we'll just see what Bobby yeah. Moon has done, and then yeah. we'll talk about that song. But yeah, that song that was awesome. Like when, so whenever I'm like, I listen to like newer, like cooler indie rock punkish bands, like Beach Slang. Like that's what I want them to sound like, and that's never what they sound like. <laughs> but that's that. I loved this so much, and I wanted there to be more. And this was basically it. They had one original song, and it didn't really sound like this at all. The guitar did, but like they didn't have the same kind of melody going that was perfect for his like cake like lyric, for his cake like <laughs> delivery of uh of the vocals. It was great. I love that version of the song. Are you going the distance? Sure. I'm not saying this song sounded like cake, but I'm saying he had that awesome sort of just talking singing thing right and he did it perfectly for that song well we'll end on something but before we get to that we forgot to mention don't forget that you can call us and leave a voicemail that we'll play on the show that's right let us know what you think of whoever sang that song bum and cigarettes that <laughs> lady that i mentioned uh i didn't write her name down oh well more or something. She is one of the top 200 artists in uh, on Spotify now. If you want to tell us what your favorite song from Air for Free is. If What's you your favorite tell us, Reliant K song? Or if you want to let us know what song we can do next week. Because I actually talked about it with Jessica. I was like, should we do Local Construction since it's next week? Since it's technically the another first song off of this album. We were like, no, let's just stick to our plan. And next week, the sky is open. We can choose whatever we want. A whole list of songs we get except i don't want to do another air for uh, another air for free song that's right. my only stipulation right and i want to do like all the air for free songs <laughs> yeah, right now <laughs> but we got to save some of them for later yes so um yeah call us up at 402-95-SADIE to leave a voicemail that we can play on the show we have an email which is sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com and we're on instagram and twitter at both at sadiehawkinspod but real quick before we head out here is, I'm going to do a, re- a, a screen record on my phone. And here, and we might, if anything bad comes up, we might have to, you know, bleep it or cut that specific section. Oh, no. What are we playing? We're going to play just a quick moosh boosh of all the songs, <laughs> of all the rap songs named Bummin on uh, Spotify, on, on SoundCloud. 
It is late and I'm hot. Ready? Oh, wow. So we're doing like a full medley? It's just a quick little medley. I'm just going to keep skipping through things. Okay. We know that one. We know that one. These are all songs called Bummin'. <laughs> Jessica likes this one. She's grooving. <laughs> Sorry I can't give credit to everybody. I'm not giving credit to anyone right now. This is another song called Bummin'. Here's another song called Bummin'. Here's another song called Bummin'. Here's another one. Don't don't mention what's on the cover art. Oh wow. Oh goodness. <laughs> I think that one was on Apple Music too. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. So many rap songs on SoundCloud called Bummin'. These are all different songs. <laughs> And they're like, all called Bummin'. Ooh, baby. I like this, this one's one. by Kaylor John. So this is the one we'll go out on. You can have my life. I'm sad. You can have my beat in a heart. <laughs> you can be my life. Like pizzazz. You can be my spark in the dark. But if I'm out there acting a bum, I'll become one. So no more frigid nuts in the cold. Jessica's liking it. I'll fall asleep in the lawn till the sun rose. 14 karat gold. You can have my life. I'm sad. Broken downtown, down on what you're doing. 